Today, we're going to take a closer look at Tesla, ticker TSLA, and three major updates affecting the company. Let's get started with today's episode. First, let's take a quick look right now from its three-year high. The stock is down roughly 61%. And if we take a closer look at the stock price right now, sitting at $162, the stock is pretty much flat coming from a, a pretty red day earlier this morning. So the three topics we're going to take a closer look at today is first, Tesla reportedly is importing their new Model Y variant from China to Canada. Then we're also going to take a closer look at their Tesla um, battery update where they talk a little bit of how the battery kind of weakens over time. And the final topic is probably the one I'm most excited about, but I'll save that for later. So let's start off with the Canadian market and this kind of import update. And this has to do with one Canada and also the Gigafactory in Shanghai. But in Canada last week, the Model Y rear rear wheel drive variant launched at a price of roughly 50 9,900 Canadian dollars. At this price point, it does give it access to that $12,000 incentives. I by no means live in Canada, but my real question is, I like many people probably believe it's very snowy, very cold there. How high is the um, demand for a rear-wheel drive vehicle in Canada? I mean, in my, in my belief, obviously, a company would try to understand the demand there for a certain variant before p- putting in there. But I do want to hear from any Canadian viewers out here that, hey, how high is that rear-wheel drive market for you guys up there? Um, now, this kind of links with their Gigafactory in Shanghai. Um, and just a quick update, this Gigafactory uh, Giga in Shanghai was originally originally meant to satisfy local demand only, but it has quickly become Tesla's most productive plant and has become the main export hub for Europe, Asia, and Australia. Uh, if the reports are true, um, reports suggest that the Model Y will be built in China and imported to Canada. Um, this would be Tesla's first North American import, especially from China here. Uh, so very interesting. It's definitely shifting around the overall mechanics of the company. So some people might be excited about this. There are uh, this right now of them being imported from Tesla is still unconfirmed. Um, but it is no, it is important to note that same time or, or last year, um, there was a similar report that came out and it was denied by Elon Musk. Obviously, a lot has changed in the year, the dynamics of the EV market and the vehicle market in general. So it's not unheard of that, hey, a company last year didn't want to try something, but this year it makes sense. Sometimes things are moving parts, so, but it is important to kind of adapt to the current situation and maybe last year there was no reason to adapt but maybe this year there is so i do have some questions i'm pretty sure i i I asked them during the uh video so far but i want to know what's the demand for a rear wheel drive in canada how well would this variant do and now my second question is uh, are you as an investor worry about the demand in china weakening and this is the reason the company is trying to increase their exports because they don't have the demand um, for their supply that they are building out of their plant so let me know in the comments below discover the world of semiconductors without getting lost in the technical jargon my new membership offers a perfect balance for investors looking to understand this exciting market Using my electrical engineering knowledge and experience, I will release weekly exclusive videos ranging from quick 5-minute 101s to in-depth analysis, covering not just popular chip stocks, but aiming to explore every public semiconductor. 
Plus, join the private community of like-minded investors. Finally, I want to thank The Motley Fool for sponsoring this video. And check out fool.com slash Jose for the 10 best stocks to buy now. With that link, you get a promotional offer for the subscription service. Now, let's continue with today's episode. All right, so the second topic I want to take a closer look at is Tesla's battery uh, update and how it kind of degrades over time, right? And that's one of the biggest concerns of EV customers, in my opinion, when buying an EV vehicle. How long is this battery going to last? When is this battery going to need to be changed? How useless is it going to be in X amount of miles in X amount of years? Uh, So a lot of EV companies do report their kind of numbers and kind of they do have a warranty that hey this battery needs to have this much miles within this many uh, this much range within this many miles of its battery life or age life. Um, But there are a lot of things affecting the uh the battery capacity retention first is obvious mileage and mileage and usage then is battery age um and the third thing is definitely the kind of chemistry used in the battery and sometimes that shifts so tesla does plan to disclose data for new battery chemistries used in recent vehicles but the new 2022 impact report does kind of share some kind of updates on how much a battery degrades over time. They do mention that about 12 12% degradation after 200,000 miles, very similar to previous reports, maybe, maybe a tad bit higher. In my opinion, I don't think that's horrible, right? 12% on after 200,000 miles. That is pretty amazing. Um, I, Data only refers to the Model S and the Model X. These are their older vehicles, right? The ones that probably have had a lot more age time, a lot more mileage uses. So obviously the uh, the data only refers to this. Uh, depending on the model and the battery pack, it variates the kind of degradation over time. For example, Tesla's 90 kilowatt per hour pack loses capacity faster than the 85 kilowatt per hour pack, right? So that's to, to understand. They also mentioned that early data from the Model 3 and the Model Y show strong capacity retention of less than 10% after 100,000 miles and less than 15% after 200,000 miles. I do believe that's still pretty impressive. If I was an EV battery, if I was an electric vehicle owner, these numbers wouldn't scare me at all. I think these are pretty impressive. I thought they would be a lot worse, um, in in my honest opinion. Uh, They also mentioned that the average battery capacity retention stays within Tesla's guaranteed capacity in their vehicle warranty so that's great great news now the final topic i want to take a closer look is cruise and the ceo of cruise today tweeted this that now cruise robo taxi is available 24 7 across all of san francisco and i think this is a major major move in the robo taxi market maybe not a great move for tesla right now because right the ways um cruise and tesla are trying to go with autonomy autonomy um are in different technology ways cruise back then was always in san francisco but they were only able to run during like their time and during non-traffic peak time and only around certain areas now they're able to do it anywhere in san francisco at any time so i think that's pretty impressive um it kind of shows that hey there is definitely a future for the robo taxi it's not some crazy crazy market um but it does kind of bode a question to investor hey does tesla need to change its kind of way of going around the autonomous 
market because of regulations, right? Maybe the technology between all these products are very similar, or maybe Tesla might have a lead over Cruise in forms of technology. But when it comes to regulation acceptance, we definitely see that Cruise, um, with their heavily, heavily LiDAR system, is more accepted than Tesla's kind of camera system. So it, it does pose the question, should Tesla eventually switch off, or is it better to just wait off to regulations kind of meet the Tesla market? So uh, pretty interesting to see here i'm pretty excited to see where cruise goes and to see where these robo taxis start to expand outside of san francisco so let me know your thoughts in the comments below take care have a good day and see you next time